All right, so keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose to the Rays. They lose 4-2 to on Friday night at the stadium uh, after winning four straight. They have now lost two straight in series finale to the Twins on Thursday. They lose the series opener to the Rays on Friday. Their loss column lead is now down to just two games over the Rays with two to play, one on Saturday afternoon, one on Sunday afternoon, and, uh, you know, it was another miserable night for the Yankees offense, another just really bad lineup constructed by Aaron Boone, and I don't want to hear that Aaron Boone doesn't have options and he's just managing with the team he was given. He had options in April, he had options in May, he had options in June, he had options in July, he had options in early August, and throughout this entire time, he did not use those options. He gave everyday players unnecessary rest starting with the first weekend of the season. He gave guys who should be in the lineup every day, days off, multiple guys a day, days off. And you could say it's load management. You could say it's to get them rest for the entire season. You could say it's to prevent injuries. Well, everyone still got fucking injured. Matt Carpenter has been out because he fouled the ball off. Giancarlo Stanton had an Achilles problem. Now he's got a foot problem. LeMahieu has a toe problem. Rizzo's had back problems that predate his time with the Yankees. Harrison Bader came to the Yankees with injured uh, with injury issues with the plantar fasciitis. <laughs> the Yankees didn't prevent any injuries because you can't prevent injuries. The only way to prevent injuries is to just not play a sport. Don't play baseball. You won't get hurt. It's the same thing with pitch counts and innings limits. You don't want to get your, your pitchers hurt? Don't have them pitch. Don't have them be pitchers. Don't throw a baseball overhand at 100 miles an hour, which is not a natural movement for the human body. That's the only way to prevent these things. So <laughs> what the Yankees did to get to this point is their fault. I don't want to hear that the lineup is decimated by injuries and that they're uh, using all the depth that they can. They didn't have to do that earlier in the season when they had this enormous division lead and they treated it like they already clinched. Because mathematically, it was nearly impossible for them to blow the lead. So much so that no team in the history of baseball has blown a lead this big in the regular season. And now here they are, a couple losses away from blowing that lead, at least in the loss column. They do have a few games you know, that were wins that the Rays have to make up, and they have to win those games to keep it there. But they could do that. And the idea that the Rays have so many games left against the Blue Jays and the Astros. They have nine games left against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are okay. You know, they're not they're not going to go out there and, and beat up on the Rays. And the Astros, by the time they play the Astros, they already have the West one. They'll already have the one seed clinched. Who knows what kind of effort you'll be getting from the Astros? Who knows what kind of lineups you'll be getting, what their pitching management will be as they try to line things up for their own postseason? Can't rely on those other teams. The Yankees need to take care of their own business, and they're not doing so. Last weekend, they lost two out of three to the Rays. Here, they're already losing one, so they've lost three out of the last four to the team that's right behind them. Non-competitive offense and non-competitive at-bats. But I don't want to hear it that the Yankees have unfortunate luck or that the injury bug got them. The injury bug gets them every year because they have a bunch of injury-prone players on their team. And last year, when... Judge and Stan were mostly healthy all season, and we heard about, oh, well, Eric Cressy, it was his first full season with his team and his staff and, you know, injury prevention, and look at what he did. Look at what he did this year. No one's going to keep the Yankees healthy. 
You get a bunch of guys who get hurt, and they get hurt again. And then you have guys who have run into bad luck, like Carpenter fouling a ball off his foot. Bad luck. Part of the game. It happens. Ben Intendi with the hammy bone. It happened to him in the past. It happened to him again. Things happen. But don't tell me and don't use an excuse at what the Yankees lineup looks like now because they had plenty of opportunities, plenty of games to go full tilt and to fucking use the best players they had, and they didn't. They didn't come close to it. How many games did we see the A lineup when they could have used the A lineup? Very few. Once every few weeks at most. Every day someone had to get a day off. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that they had too many position players for not enough spots. Not that they had too many good position players. Because if you remember this team going into the season, Kyle Gashioka was supposed to be a starting catcher. Joey Gallo, starting left fielder. Donaldson at third. Kiner Falefa at short. Kriber Torres playing second or, you know, wherever when LeMahieu's not playing. Just really, really bad baseball players who were expected to make up about half of the everyday lineup. Hicks, supposed to be an everyday player. And Hicks on Friday night. <laughs> this guy has, he does not give a fuck anymore. A month ago, like exactly a month ago, he did that interview with The Athletic and talked about how uh, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup, and he said, if I'm a guy in the lineup, cool. And if I'm not, so be it. That's a guy who's supposed to be a major league baseball player, a professional athlete, a competitor. Doesn't care if he plays. Why doesn't he care? Because he got $70 million guaranteed money. He's owed the rest of his money this year. He's owed about $10 million next year. The year after that, the year after that, and then the year after that, he'll get bought out for $1 million to not play baseball. He hasn't made his generational wealth because of Brian Cashman's stupidity. And you're not, you're not going to see any different uh, from a lineup perspective on Saturday and Sunday. What are they going to do? Are they going to put Stanton in there? Because apparently right now he's only healthy enough to play, you know, to, to, to give the Yankees one at bat at night. How do you even determine that a guy's healthy enough to do one at bat? Oh, I'm good, but not that good. I can take a few swings, but not too many swings. John Carlos Stanton is an enormous problem because he's either not healthy or he's not producing. Right now, he might not really be healthy and he's not producing, so it's the worst of both things. He's a guy who has played his age 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 seasons so far with the Yankees and missed 37% of the team's games. More than a third of the Yankees' games since 2018 Stanton has not played in, despite being the team's highest-paid position player, despite being in his prime how do you think the next five years are going to go for his 33, 34, 35, 36, 37 seasons? And then in his 38th season, they, he gets bought out for $10 million. <laughs> How do you think those are going to go? If he's not playing, put him on the IL. If he can't play a full game, put him on the fucking IL. I don't want to see him in the dugout. I don't want to see him coming up in a pinch hit opportunity, waving through middle, middle fastballs in the low 90s, grounding out to the right side. I don't want to see that. But Hicks is what I want to talk about because he's just he just doesn't care. I don't care about the fact that the the ball fell in and he thought it was foul. It's not foul until you see the umpire signal foul. And it's hard to see that when your head is buried in the wall and the rays are rounding the bases. And then the next batter, the very next batter, he lets a ball go over his head as he twists and turns looking for it. And then he gets pulled from the game. It took Aaron Boone four disappointing seasons as manager. And a fifth season here where he might 
be at the helm of the worst game lead regular season collapse in the history of the sport for him to finally make a statement and pull Aaron Hicks or pull anyone for that matter out of the game for performance reasons. But then after the game, he tries to say it wasn't for performance reasons. What was it for then, Boone? Clearly a tough defensive fourth inning for Aaron Hicks. You then substituted Estevan Florial for him in the fifth inning. Was that strictly performance-based, or was there more to it than that? No, I just felt like I needed to get him out of there at that point, so it was just the decision I made at that point. Based on the missed catches or, or more? Just Yeah, I just felt like it was, you know, I just felt like it was all just a big fa- uh, factor, and I just felt like I needed to do it at that moment in time. Do you feel like you've kind of lost him a little bit mentally? I mean, he had his head against the wall after the one. He looked pretty devastated, obviously, after the second one. That was a, a tough one. I mean, the that. second one's a really tough one. And the first one, I, I thought he got a pretty good jump on and ran it down. And, yeah, I mean, it's not a – yeah, it's disappointment. You know, so there's a level of, like, feeling feeling for him there. And But, um, you know, I just I just felt like at that time I needed to make a change. The catch, the first catch had a 75% catch probability, according to Michael K during the broadcast, and the second a 40%. So if you want to say the second catch was hard, fine. The first one, that's a play a major league left fielder needs to make. Andrew Benatendi's in the game, he makes that play. So don't tell me it was hard. Don't tell me he did a lot to run it down. When he run, ran it down, he booted it into foul territory and then watched two, run, two Rays run score. And the second one, yeah, it's a hard play. Make the play. Get paid enough to do so. The offense, once again, was Aaron Judge. That's that's who it's ever going to be with this team, with this lineup. The second best here in the lineup is, what, Glaber Torres, who's awful? I can't wait until the offseason when he's gone. He has to be gone. That guy cannot be on the team. I wrote back in April that they should have traded him in the offseason. They didn't. Tried to trade him at the deadline. Didn't. He cannot be on this team in 2023. He's just not good. Get whatever you can for him. His career is destroyed. You ruined all the value he has, just like with every other up-and-coming guy the Yankees have had in recent years. He's not going to turn it around. 2018-19, Torres is gone. He's never coming back. Unless they juice the baseballs again, he's never coming back. And even if they do that with his approach at the plate, he's still not coming back. Still not coming back. And the best part of the game was Drew Rasmussen. He goes out there. He throws six shutout innings. Doesn't walk a batter. 10 strikeouts, a career-high 10 strikeouts, doesn't allow a run in six innings. What did Boone think of his performance and his offensive performance against him? I, I thought we were competitive against him, made him work. What is he talking about? You didn't score a run. 10 Ks in six innings, didn't score a run. You thought you were competitive, you thought you made him work. I'd hate to see what the Yankees look like when they're not competitive. Because what they've been for the last... Six weeks, at least offensively, is not competitive. They've been losing consistently since June 19th, but for the last six weeks, really, is when the offense just has not been there. All of August, now here we are, second week of September, still not there. And there's a few weeks left, plenty of time for them to to ruin this thing. I mean, this thing could be, it's it's Saturday morning right now. By Sunday mid-afternoon, you're getting ready to watch the 4 o'clock NFL games, and the Yankees' lead might be zero in the loss column. Zero. And it's ironic. You see Anthony Volpe just continue to rake at AAA. Dominated AA pitching. Goes up to AAA, dominating there. And they're going to get to the point here where he has to get called up. 
and he can't be on the postseason roster because he wasn't on the 40-man as of September 1st. So you're going to have this guy come up, likely perform at the major league level, and then you got to go into the postseason without him. At least Josh Donaldson will be back on Saturday. I'm sure he'll give the team a real offensive boost. He'll be a real spark in the middle of the order. You know he's batting, what, third or fourth? Because they don't really have anyone else. Probably see Hicks back in there. Don't ask Aaron Boone about uh, Aaron Hicks again. Did uh, Aaron communicate to you that he thought the ball might have been foul? Is that why why he stopped? Oh, yeah, I think he definitely thought it foul. It's not, it was not a punishment. Fair. Just clear. I mean, I, I think I've answered this. I think we got it by now. When Boone gets testy and snippy like that, he knows he's in it. Like, if you go back a couple weeks when he freaked out and smashed the table the other day when he's calling Meredith, when he's saying her name, like, with a real snippy tone, it's because he knows. He knows his team's in big trouble. And what was it, a week ago, he told the media, if we blow this thing, you'll have a great story to write. Like, <laughs> probably going to blow this thing. By Sunday afternoon, I expect this thing to be blown. I expect it now. When I said the division was over back in whenever that was, May, June, it was. Mathematically, it was. This is a near mathematic impossibility they're about to pull off, to blow a 15-and-a-half game lead. Just outrageous. So at this point, either they fix it, and they win the division, and they hold on, and they get the buy into the ALDS, where they'll probably lose anyway, or they blow this entire thing and everyone's gone. Everyone has to be gone. You do not get to come back from this. You, you should not have gotten to come back from last year's disappointment. You come back from this, uh, a historical collapse never before seen, you do not get to come back from that. Ever. Ever. Months and months of just slowly watching this league fade to the point now where on Sunday I expect it to be gone. I do not expect the Yankees to hit Corey Kluber on Saturday. Not in the least bit. And Jamison Tyone, he could go out and pitch unbelievably well. But all it'll take is a run or two for them to lose. And then on Sunday, the, the probables have still yet to be named, but it doesn't matter. doesn't matter when Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is your cleanup hitter. Who are you going to beat with that lineup? Who are you going to beat with Marwin Gonzalez in there? Maybe Ronald Guzman will get a start. Maybe put Hixie back in there. Act like Friday didn't happen. Act like this season didn't happen. Act like ever since he signed his name to that extension. That's not his fault. The Yankees gave it to him. Anyone's going to take that money. But ever since then, it's just been downhill. It was a regrettable choice the moment it was made, and it has looked worse and worse ever since. So the Yankees raised Saturday afternoon. Eh. Get it out of the way at least early. Get it out the 1 o'clock start. you got to love those home 1 o'clock starts. Get it out of the way. Don't waste your night watching this team. Like I, Anyone listening to this probably did on Friday night. And then Sunday, they're going up against Week 1 NFL. So it's like no one's going to watch it anyway. But you'll know. You'll know they lost. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. And then it's gone. And then they'll have about 20 games left to try to get the lead back, which who see who could see that coming? You know, they go to Boston next week for two games, probably lose those two. Only team that can't beat the Red Sox in the last two months. Everyone beats them. Every night. The Rays sweep them, the Orioles beat them, and no one loses to them but the Yankees. Because they lose to everyone right now, especially the Rays. And they can't lose another game this weekend or the lead is gone. So that'll do it for today. 
Thanks for listening. Yankees Rays on Saturday. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Talk to you after the game.